Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me. And a demi-straight girl, that's me, Kayla. And I'm the Ginger Divine Ace, aka Marshall. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else we just don't understand. On today's episode, Gentle Giant Ace. Sounds fake, but okay. okay. Welcome back to the pod. Ma'iratopa? Marshall, obviously. Marshall. Oh. <laughs> Sarah's getting much better at my own segment than me, and it is embarrassing for us all. Also, Maaskney. Because <laughs> that's what you're currently experiencing? Yes. Yes. Oh, this, um, this is fun. <laughs> I can't think of any. Um, you're canceled. Ma- Goodbye. Ma'arionette? Why? I hate that. Okay. I don't I saw a rushing nest Russian nesting doll in my room and my next logical thought was that's in the same family of objects as a marionette. <laughs> Why do you have Russian nesting dolls in your room? Okay, anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh, <laughs> um before we dive in too deep, we do wanna note that um next week Kayla and I are taking a week off. Because someone is moving, and it's not me. It's me. I'm moving, <laughs> oh. but you're also flying that. I'm also going to be coming week. back to Michigan. We're going to be like ships in the night, guys. <laughs> it's so it's so sad. That so sounds true. like a very but quick yeah. drive. Yeah. Um, so just FYI to the kids. Next week is off. We'll be back the following week. Don't expect us. Don't stay up. Don't. Um, all right, Kayla, what are we talking about this week? This week, we have... A very special guest, and it's Marshall, a.k.a. the Gentle Giant Ace. And so that, I mean, that's what we're talking about, is we're talking about Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> this is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you yeah, for having me. Yeah, first of all, thank you for joining us. Do you want to give, I guess, like a quick introduction for anyone that, for some reason, doesn't know you? Uh, sure. Um, thanks for having me on again. Um well, not again, but thank you for having me. <laughs> but, um, I, I, uh, I tracked that. I followed. <laughs> <laughs> um, my name is Mar- Marshall Blunt, like B-L-O-U-N-T, not the other Blunt. Uh, <laughs> uh, Marshall Blunt, I am from Erie, Pennsylvania. I am 27 and going on 28 as in 2021. So Why do I think every person I know from online is my age? You're like the 5,000th person <laughs> In the ace community from online that I just assume is the same age. Do you think everyone just has the exact same birthday as you? Sarah, I feel like we all know that's not what I meant. (laughs) I don't need this from you. You sassy sausage. (laughs) So I was born in February. February 93. Are y'all close? 97. (laughs) 97. We're 97 babies. We're we're babies. We're basically children. (laughs) So y'all are at the end of like the millennial, like, Gen Z cutoff. Yeah, we're like zillennials. Yeah, we're right at we're right at the cusp. We're kind of in between generations. I was in kindergarten by ninety eight. Can't relate. Ninety eight. <laughs> I was I was useless. I was a blob in ninety eight. <laughs> anyway, um, where it, were we? <laughs> I think we just inter- interrupted Marshall. Oh no 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 no! It's it's fun. So. I, mean, I mean, anything about the nineties, it's it's so much fun to talk about. Uh, oh simpler times oh definitely it's especially better than way better than now um (laughs) uh, but yeah i was um i was born in erie pennsylvania i came out asexual um in the year 2015 2016 um well actually 2016 um yeah what a time what also what a time to come out too (laughs) but um yeah, I became an activist over time, basically because of the experiences I was having in my local, um, my local nightlife scene, and basically like how blatant ace phobia um, is just in general. Um, it really made me want to get out there and just uh, have a, a voice within the ace activist scene. Yeah, definitely. I super want to get into that because I feel like you know everyone. I feel like sees you online all the time, obviously doing a ton of stuff like online and local activism. So I'm super interested in kind of like your 
like ace realization story and then kind of what really got you into activism and what you're doing so i'm excited to learn was that a question <laughs> are you asking him what no is- that was just, <laughs> was just no that was just a preface to what i will be asking <laughs> okay. at a later time is that time now which is now no <laughs> <laughs> um so you mentioned that you came out around like 2016 which is wild because i was nowhere near to anything ace at that time yeah. it's just so weird to think about but so what do you kind of have like a moment you remember of like realization or kind of like a process you went through of like realizing like oh this is this is what i am i think it was the moment when i came out to my sister-in-law like where i was like i don't know what my identity is like it, it was just out of nowhere and basically she shared a link with me um to I think it was Avon. Like it was one of it was actually first at one of one of her um, places where she worked at. Uh, then I ended up being led to Avon, which when I saw the definition, I actually came back to her um, and said, "Yep, um, that's me. <laughs> that one. <laughs> that's that's definitely uh, me." And the uh, er, the uh, er romantic came on a little bit later, but um, the 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 finding of your language is just like amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's wild that you're sister-in-law like knew what it was and knew to point to it i feel like usually it's the story of like you can't find anyone around you who like knows what you're talking about so it's like really cool that you had someone in person that was able to like be like here you go try this one oh definitely like yes please uh it was definitely like she was like it's your journey it's definitely something that you can definitely explore without uh people getting in in your way um if you're hearing this, Deja, um, shall I see you? <laughs> we love you, Deja. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, it was just like one of those moments where it's like finally after all these years, I find um, just a way to describe, describe myself because I spent my entire teens in my early 20s just like not really saying much about um, my sexuality. I just went by the assumptions from other people in a way. It was much easier until I found out that um i was asexual so it's kind of like finally <laughs> yeah when, when when straight's the default it's easy to just be like yeah i must be yeah. that you know <laughs> yeah I, like i really must be straight when like inside i know that i was just something different but to put my hand on it so yeah i feel like that's something common i've seen people talk about is kind of either just assuming that they're straight or kind of thinking like I'm some sort of queer but none of yeah. these words quite fit for me because they've never heard of asexuality mm-hmm. but they know that they're different and then once you find a word you're like oh okay yeah that makes sense oh definitely and i didn't know it was a bigger number of people who identified as ace at the time i was like what if i'm just like very few but when we say the world's population if not more it's just like amazing yeah. it's a lot more than you think one percent yeah, it's, yeah it sounds like such a small number and i think we often talk about how how kind of small and niche the community can be but i think yes. when you look at hard numbers there's a lot of us you know there's we we could take over the guys let's just form a political party yeah just take over everything. <laughs> and just they talk over. about the gay agenda but what about the ace what about the agenda? ace agenda? What, about, what about the arrow and ace agenda though we're not going to take over right we're not just going to stop at the states we're just going to continue on beyond the states and maybe the moon True. one day yeah let's there's water there it's wet the moon is wet moon's wet the moon is, the <laughs> moon moon's is wet you guys very wet like i would not want to i wouldn't want to drink the water though moon. But. <laughs> it's the it's the womp it's the womp the wet ass moon yes what else moon? <clears throat> that wow. should have been the M, the moon, the wet moon. Well, it's too. We're nine minutes in, Kayla. It's too late. <laughs> Very disappointed in myself. I'm also disappointed in you. Um, alas. <laughs> so obviously, you kind of, you know, had this experience with your sister-in-law. Was mm. was the coming out experience for you? Was it kind of smooth sailing with like your your family or the people around you, or was it? Did you kind of feel like you had to you, hold people's hand and walk them through it? I say with some people, it was like walking with them, like and like walking them through the like the definition of asexuality, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like I think it's the fact that a lot of it was from not knowing who asexual people um, are and yeah. like finding out that your family member owes asexual and i the majority of my family it's very like supportive right now uh my mom particularly being like like staunch like ally 
<laughs> oh my god, I saw the cake that she made for you for Ace Week. It was so cute. Yeah, she start she started at like six a.m. like six a.m. and like it ended at like around noon, I think, on the process. So Dedication. cute. Oh yes, like my she, mom didn't make me a cake for Ace Week. The hell, oh. Sandy. <laughs> oh, like it's maybe uh, maybe better luck in twenty twenty one. <laughs> I guess I'll, I'll shoot her a text. I'll remind her. Yes. I wish you would. Like all moms must make their kid a cake for That's Ace Week. Rule number one of the Ace Spec agenda is yes. <laughs> mom cakes required. Cake. Mom cakes yes. required. My mom is not a mom, particularly go collect good cook. another one. I guess my mom's better I at baking than cooking. You could have your dad do it. I guess. my dad. I think my dad would emerge with a better cake. Sorry, mom, but it's the truth. So you could just do like the great Costello Bake Off and have each member of your family. My sister would win. I know. Okay. I know. All right. Anyway. Glad we've established this. This has been the cake segment of today's (laughs) episode. And taking over the world too. Yeah. Yes. 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 It's just the dessert for after we've done that. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Like it's definitely, yeah, hopefully like. Even now that we now that we know that we may have a brighter future, I'm definitely going bigger and brighter with the cake mm-hmm. next year. Absolutely, it's the biggest, the biggest cake. Four you tiers. Make. You know how, like in weddings, like they have like the bride and groom, or the groom and groom, or the bride and bride on top of the cake. Yes. Um, what the should bride and bride. what should we have? Um, maybe Just space. Just one person. A golden um, retriever. <laughs> or space. A like, smaller cake. The sun, the moon, a the tiny, Mars, a tiny moon. Yes, um, Pluto. That's, every planet in the solar system. <laughs> stop, stop saying that the moon is wet. <laughs> like, the moon is wet, and I feel like we didn't make as big of a deal of it as we should. Barely have. wet. It's ba- like we won't have enough to like really make I a mean, city out of it. Sarah, who among us? <laughs> <laughs> All right, move is on, it? Kayla. Move on. <laughs> barely wet. Oh man, where do I want to go with this next? So. Well, it's good to hear that it was like smooth sailing with your family mostly. That's mm. always very good to hear. But you mentioned that like things were happening kind of like in your local community or nightlife and things that were not as wonderful. So, and that kind of pushed you to activism. So, what were the things that you were kind of, I guess, noticing that were kind of happening around you? I say definitely, um, like this miscus, like. I started going out to my local LGBT bar, uh, LGBTQI plus bar, um, when I run a time a little bit after I came out, and when I started to openly identify as asexual, I know I definitely noticed a kind of like, oh, you can't be you can't be that because you are um, like you haven't tried anything yet or anything, um, and uh, just the it seems like when people find out you're asexual, the boundaries of respect um, just like go like go down like go 100 down yeah like, people just don't care if they hurt your feelings or not um i experienced it a lot um uh, where whereas people even within the acronym um whereas maybe like the straights versus the um the uh, the gays in terms of like we were playing pool and a person would say that out loud i'm kind of like i'm not straight like mm-hmm. we like my community has we have our own like it could like they can inter- intersect however um we have our own community which i tried to explain and over time it's kind of like it's like it gets tiring i start wearing my flag to the um to the bar i brung, actually brung my ace mug to have beer in <laughs> to kind of like say f you to like the a phobes um, out mm-hmm. there um but at, at the same time got to the point where actually it was also a confrontation where a, a guy was like literally being just like downright rude for no reason. Like he was like, is there a pill you could take for that? Like the common, oh Jesus. Yeah, the common like aphobic um, ex- uh, experience. And I was kind of like, um, you can go um, screw yourself in a way. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was kind of like, like, what is there a pill you take to be gay? Like, yeah. what the fuck kind of question is that? It was like, bizarre. it was bizarre. And like, even the people that even the people that were around him, like they disagreed with how he went about it, but at the same time, uh, they thought I was overreacting. However, I'm like, if I was a certain, if I was a certain community, like um, a certain um, part of a certain community, this would be an outrage. But yeah. because I'm mm-hmm. ase- but because I'm asexual, 
it's no big deal. You're just a person that doesn't. Oh yeah, care. like if someone said that to some random like white gay guy, then yeah. everyone. Yeah. If, would if be a up straight person said that to a gay person, they would be pissed. Yeah. But it's it okay, okay. What, for a queer person to yeah. say to an ace person like what? No. That's what I've been thinking about a lot with like. It was really nice to see during Ace Week, like, Stonewall and, like, Glad or whatever, like, doing events and stuff. But it's kind of like when other stuff happens the rest of the year with, like, death threats on Twitter or, like, really shitty stuff. Like, if that happened to gay people on Twitter, Mm -hmm. like, the world would explode. But it happens daily to Ace people and everyone's kind of like, I didn't see anything. And it's like, okay, if we were anyone else, this would be, like, the biggest headline. And yet yeah and it's just definitely something that it's something that push really pushed me into activism because it's kind of like if you're not definitely going to speak up for me like i'm just gonna go out there myself like constantly you get um you do get a rash of aphobia um especially i think because now what we're dealing with with um the pandemic i've not had i've not had a lot of social interaction with people which to me it really gave me a rest on on like if it will be in person, but it has increased over on the internet because people have more times, more time on their hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's really like it's like like you said. It's really, which I appreciate. Glad for following me. Uh, shout out to Glad. <laughs> but it's kind of like I want you to see my full experience. Like, don't follow me because I got the proclamation for P just uh, for PA for Ace Week. Um, yeah, right which also congrats but uh, yes it just came in the mail yesterday too it just came in the mail yesterday. oh my god that's so exciting oh, so, so that's a, it was a good sign um uh, probably a good sign in things to come but i'm working on 2021 this this year mm-hmm. yeah so when when you kind of started with activism how did you kind of how did that take shape when you first started and being like i want to i want to do things in this community how did you go about that um, I definitely think in, um, engaging with fellow um, ace folk, um, especially in like Facebook groups, um, now Twitter, mm-hmm. and just connecting with um, ace organizations, um, getting involved with asexual outreach was one of the things that really like got me going because it was an organization that inspired like inspired me to uh, even go further in activism. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something that I'm. I'm like someone asked me is it something that you're going to stop doing i'm like activists when you're in it sometimes you're going to it's going to be something you kind of do forever you're just going to become a legend within the community it's not like you retire from activism yeah (laughs) like yeah like the way you do it might change but it's not yeah it's not like you're gonna yeah and being a black being a a black asexual person that never stops because my existence alone is like very like it's like a conversation on uh, peace with other people which at times i wish it wasn't because of course you want your chance of self-care but at the same time if it's a positive interaction i don't mind it yeah yeah so. yeah absolutely but i love that you kind of just decided that like okay i need i see a problem i want to fix it so i'm just gonna like i'm gonna do activism now i feel like so many people especially now are kind of like I don't know how to get involved. I don't know what I can do. Like, I'm just this, like, tiny ace person off here, like, alone in whatever town I live in. And it kind of feels like you can't do anything. But, like, you clearly show that, like, you can just decide one day that this is what you're going to do. And then you just do it. And then you, like, get a proclamation for Pennsylvania. Like, easy. (laughs) Easy, right? Yeah. No, it's not easy. But you know what I mean. Yeah, it's definitely something that – it's definitely something that I – I want people to know that you can get involved in a sense that uh, it could be at your at your range. Like some, you don't have to be like every single day, every, every hour of the day and, and stuff. But um, that's why, like, when I'm working with asexual outreach with um, acesandarrows.com, which is a website we just launched, and basically we give we have a segment in the, in the website that gives you tools on how to become an activist, and also. A chance to see where your community groups are across the country in Canada, which is something that I wish I had like earlier, but it's yeah. better late than never. Yeah, definitely. I feel like when Ace Week was coming up, especially, I saw people saying like, I don't know how to celebrate Ace Week. Like, what am I supposed to do for it? And it's like, you could just post on social media once or just like have a party by yourself. Like you, it really is, like you said, like at your own range, what you yes. are able to do and what you're like comfortable doing. Eat yes, I mean, a cupcake uh, alone in yeah. your house. 
It doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> or, or just simply just uh, like wear purple and wear something purple. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it, it like it's it's like to us like it feels, it feels like Pride 2.0 where we just like go all, all out for Pride and um in our experiences like telling our experiences and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ace Week is I think as time goes on it's going to evolve into something um beyond for instance beyond awareness. But it's going mm-hmm. to possibly be, um, cel- I mean, or it already is celebration, but the celebration part and the education part is going to expand. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I saw this year, I saw that Ace Week put out an article of like why they changed their official name from Asexual Awareness Week to Ace Week because they mm-hmm. were like, we want it to be about celebration too, not just us like yeah. doing the heavy lifting of education, mm-hmm. which I thought was super cool. Yeah, it's definitely about it's definitely about like giving a chance for even activists um in the community to just like relax, like and celebrate. Yeah. Like it's a constant. Like it's I told my my mom that it's something that I just like when I put my phone down, it's like it doesn't stop. Like when I go to the grocery store, someone's gonna see my ace patch, which I always wear on my hat. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and being PA, the good thing is I live in this, I live in in this in a city like. Erie, the city of Erie is more inclusive in the sense that people are more curious about it than automatically are just like, like very rude about it. Like you do have people who are just like very like, what is that? Like why? Like why is that important to you? That type of thing. But and when you tell, like sometimes when you tell them, they're kind of like, oh, now I get it. But I think the more it's the more visibility goes on into the future. I think. Um, it may be easier to be uh, to be an activist in in. Um, in this field, but at the same time, um, I hope as time goes on, we get prominent like ace characters on TV, um, mm-hmm. more ace characters on in books. Like, so not to say that they have, like non ace people can have something to relate to, but the show that we like the show that uh, we're here in the first yeah. place. And it like, and it also yeah. takes the burden off of every individual aspec person to have to explain yeah. to every individual person who's curious or who yeah. who's like, what the hell is that? You know, it's a yes. it takes the emotional burden off of us. Oh, definitely. Yeah, because it's like I feel like if someone were to ask, you know, an ace person like, oh, teach me about asexuality. There's a kind of this like dichotomy of like okay, I know this is going to take a really long time to talk to you about and mm-hmm. I'm tired and that's stressful, but also like feeling bad of like, here's an opportunity to educate. I don't want to give this up. So if that, like Sarah said, if that burden could be lifted, it would be so much easier. Yeah, that's why the loss of Todd Chavez on like Bojack was, it was a loss in a sense that we had someone on TV on this, on, mm-hmm. on like a big prime, like um, streaming service. Like, such as Netflix, it was a well watched and well loved show. A lot of people were able to um, discover their asexuality through Todd. Mm-hmm. Um, that is yeah. the type of experience I hope that grows into the future. Um, and 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 more so, and I hope these writers come to us yeah. when mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to uh, having an asexual asexual character on on TV. So we don't want to repeat. Uh, we don't want to repeat of House, which still, you know, it's twenty twelve. It still affects us even in the twenty twenties. Yeah, yeah. And like yeah, even in sure. even in twenty twelve, like I didn't know I was ace or ace back in any way at that point, but I had heard of asexuality, and I think if I had seen that episode of House, it, it could have been detrimental to me to my mm. understanding of of what all of it meant. So yes, that is the type of thing. That's the type of thing that we're we're still going to fight in the future because even and in different communities we're still fighting misconceptions uh but asexuality is the type um it's in the com- it's the community that we not to say that it's it's not new however like a lot of people still don't know about it mm-hmm. yeah. so yeah. it's in a way when that person maybe i mean when that person is on tv maybe have a int- small introduction about who we are and provide resources uh, for that, that particular episode, yeah, uh, that would be that would be nice to actually be able to provide resources uh, around the time that person comes out as ace on TV, um, or when they're introduced onto the show. Um, mm-hmm. But just to have that on TV, like having Todd on TV alone and seeing the, the part where he was meeting up with people, 
and within the community that was just very refreshing and very like inspiring mm-hmm. and they did consult with aspec people on that and that's part yes. of the reason why they did such a good job was because they had yes. those aspec voices contributing to it yes and the character like what went wrong i think with house was also that house has to be right all the time like mm-hmm. he has to be right he's the doctor he I just felt like the nature of that show it yeah. was just never gonna go well i didn't like i, I watched it i was an er person i, I growing up growing up in the late 90s and early 2000s i was a er person then greg's anatomy then uh, i tried to get into house but house has a very <laughs> egotistical like attitude that, that that really turns off anyone <laughs> and yeah i remember my parents watching house when i was younger and i was like this man just seems very angry yeah I'm very angry all the i time. only ever watched house in film school <laughs> wow so why sometimes <laughs> you just gotta watch an episode of house for class <laughs> wow i mean <laughs> anyway i guess but- i've watched a lot of weird things for school don't worry about it <laughs> like house House is definitely House is definitely something that like it's he's definitely a problematic character mm-hmm. and that is very problematic to show him being right all the time. In reality, we know that doctors are not right all the time. Right. We know that they make mistakes. There have been many in, there have been many um, moments in that show throughout its throughout its runtime that doctors have made mistakes. Um, yeah. But in this particular episode, it was really harmful that they made House write about asexuality. Yeah. Uh, write about that. Right. I, I think part of the harm, too, and this is a small pivot, but we're going to get back on track, is yeah. <laughs> with those shows, is that, like, it's it's so... Um, they're kind of like idolizing the doctor and, you yeah. know, what they do. And it's like, yes, doctors do very good things, but they're also human people. And I think when you have these characters that are, like, always right or always convinced they're right, and it's not always shown that that's necessarily, like, it's not always shown that that's a bad thing, um, you know, it can be very harmful. And so any times that they might attempt, even if it's well-meaning to have certain representation, it's just not going to work because there's Mm. there's a fatal flaw in the way something's being presented and like part of the thing with house is that he's an asshole and like that's that that's that's the thing about house that's it (laughs) but you know at the same time you also need to have other characters holding him accountable exactly otherwise people will get the wrong idea from it yeah i mean it was just like it was just an interesting like i tried to watch the episode but it was like very like even now even no time has moved on since then um, it was like there was not really. I mean, there was there was vaguely like any effort to like debunk um, yeah. a house. Yeah, and it was just like wow. It was just like wow. If this was any other community, it just like it would be. Yeah, no. Just like scream, rightfully so. Scream like like just madness. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just once again, the ace community is just like, if anything happens to us, the ace or arrow community, everyone's just like, meh. Yeah, I always <laughs> I always just think of it as like, you know, as as you mentioned, Marshall, like ace, ace and ace spec people have been around for, you know, ever. Um, mm. But the community itself is, you know, still kind of gaining speed and traction. And so we're like... Yeah. We're kind of where the 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 gay community was in like the sixties. <laughs> oh yeah. And like that's just kind of where we're at now. And so I think it's uh it's you know, it's a constant fight, but here we are. Yeah. Fighting like, the fight. And also, and also like to have like like to be a prominent um ace activist, it's just like going from like let's just say a, a person from the Midwest, uh where I live in I wish I live in Western PA. It's kind of we consider it a mixture of the East Coast and Midwest. That, it's it's pretty Midwesty. I've been there. Yeah, <laughs> like Erie, like Erie is very like mid, like or even our grid system is very Midwest. Um, <laughs> but like to have someone from the Midwest and like now all of a sudden is a plays a prominent role in ace activism. It's just like to a lot of people, 
it brings a lot of questions in the sense that I, how do you know, like, right? Was it something, did something happen to you? That type of thing, that type of thing. Whereas mm-hmm. unfortunately my city tends to be a few decades behind mm-hmm. in certain things. Um, but hopefully because the advent of the internet, which played a very important role, which plays a very important role in ACE, in ACE activism and just the community in general. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully we'll bring up certain, um, a lot of communities up to speed about who we are. Yeah. I mean, that's something like I'm worried about moving is I'm so used to living in where me and Sarah went to college, Ann Arbor, which mm-hmm. is like liberal town, USA. Mm-hmm. And then I moved to Connecticut to the same city where Yale's campus is, which it's like another university campus. So mm-hmm. it's like, obviously it's super liberal. Mm-hmm. And now I'm moving for the first time to like the South to a different place in the country. And I'm like, I don't know what people are like there. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they think about like people like me. And I'm very out online. So if anyone searches for me online, like I, they're gonna find out what I am. So yeah, it's just what like- What state are you moving to? I'm moving to Louisiana. I've been to Louisiana before. Yeah, I've been to New Orleans a couple times, which was super nice. But I'm moving to Baton Rouge. So hopefully it's fine. I don't know. There's yeah. a college there, too. I don't mean to, like, stereotype the entire South or anything. But yeah, it's just, like, that unknown is just yeah, scary. Yeah, different culture. Don't necessarily know what to expect. Yes, it's un- yeah. it's unpredictable. Like, I've, I've been going to Miss- I've been to Mississippi, like, twice being openly ace. And I've worn my buttons there. And oddly, no one bats, no one really batted an eye um, to me I, as I walked through. But probably because the most likely I was in the capital, I was in Jackson. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's the good thing is I'm moving to Baton Rouge, which is yeah. the capital of Louisiana. So it's like bound to be a bit more, yeah. I don't know, ahead of open or liberal. But I think it's just like the thing of like moving to a new place mm-hmm. and meeting all of these new people, and then if they were to look me up on anything, it's just right there. Is just like it's just that added layer like I, of like moving. Well, stress. Yeah, I told I <laughs> yeah I even told my boyfriend because he's very uh, he's a very supportive boyfriend and likes to brag about the podcast and my accomplishments and things. And I told him the other day I was like maybe don't talk about it to your new friends at work at first and let them find yeah. things on their own. Like I know you like to brag and it's very sweet, but maybe we just like don't talk about it at mm-hmm. first and they can find it and we see how they react cuz I just like don't need that right when we move. Yeah, do you like do you find that like to be a little like it's like, I shouldn't be one of asking the question, but it's kind of like where it's... Please <laughs> <laughs> uh, do. How dare like, you come on to our it's, podcast it's and like, ask it's us like questions. A, uh, it's like a, um, the experience I experience with people where it's like, they, they, like they're they known to be allies, but they tell other people that I'm asexual, where it's kind of like, you kind of, it's still technically outing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got it. Like, it's kind of like for my safety, it's until we really know these people and they really know, like get to know who I am. It's kind of like, it's not like, you said not really bring it up yeah mm-hmm. i had an instance of that when i started dating not my current boyfriend but mm. different boyfriend oh. um <laughs> he he knew i was demi obviously because we were like dating it was in my dating profile but before i met his friends he had mentioned it to his friends um and then like the first time i met them they just like asked me a bunch of questions about it and then they also just like had a lot of views on social issues that I did not share. So I was like, these are probably people I never would have brought this up to because now I have to like go through this long conversation with them. And it's, yeah, it's like, I know I am out technically and that anyone could find this information about it, me mm-hmm. like out about me. And I did have my entire like questioning process documented online. And I get that that's my fault, but like, just like shut your mouth sometimes. <laughs> it's over. Like it's over. Like it's, um, some people say over these internet streets, like, like it's like I can't go back to being assumed. Um, let's just say assumed straight, mm-hmm. like anymore. Yeah. Like most of my family, even the ones that don't know that I'm asexual, um, they're eventually going to find out if they want to look me up. Yeah. Not nervous, not particularly nervous about it, but at the same time, well, because my mom, well, my mom is just like someone you don't want to mess with <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um, so that, so i'm not really as, i'm not really nervous around them but at the same time it's just like the thought of like explaining it to them and the gaslighting also it's mm-hmm. very like even if it's not intentional it can be yeah. really rough and yeah. like, again with the like it's like 
when we come out as ace, um, and even when you're not out, it's like the boundaries just collapse, like between mm-hmm. uh, us and and um, Alios, because it's kind of like when they when they meet an ace person, it's kind of like, oh, here's my ace friend, like so, like we're something that yeah. we can like that they can parade around like here's an interesting fact (laughs) yeah and also like just asking you like invasive questions about like well have you ever had sex like do you masturbate like suddenly when someone found finds out your a spec or arrow spec Mm -hmm. suddenly they feel like they can ask you it's it's like automatic it's like very like oh especially when you're around a group of people like it's people always say why don't you not talk about it i I say in, in, in this society uh, in this society, things things come up about uh, about sexuality. Period. Like it could be from anything from like marriage to kids, etc. Um, so it's like if I even stop talking talking about it, it's gonna come back. It's gonna um, be brought up anyways. Like I don't want to be assumed. Like it's not fair where other people can be out about themselves, but for me, I have to be like, for instance, like quiet about it. Like. And that, like, at least it's my, it'll be my chance to explain about my identity, not so much yeah. of the other person. Like, let me explain for you. I'm like, no, that, <laughs> I mean, let me explain, let me explain to them, to them then yeah. if I want yeah. them in my life, I can go about my, about my business. It's, it's going to come up regardless because society yes. is obsessed with sex and romance and, you know, yes. you're going to have to deal with it at some point. It's not like, it's not like all A-spec people go into every conversation being like, hi, I'm A-spec. Like, that's yes. not how it works. <laughs> that's not how, like, that's not how I interact with people every day. Like, when I go to the grocery store, like, I just say, hey, um, I, I noticed that these, um, these uh, potatoes are on sale. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, totally like. You woke up to the employee and you're like. This the sign says that this is one dollar, but the sticker says yes. that it's a dollar twenty-five. Also, I'm ace. What's the correct price? <laughs> yeah, like I'm like like uh, do I like do I like uh, sour cream or do I like cottage cheese? Oh, by the way, I'm asexual. Uh, maybe uh, maybe sour cream. Yeah, but it's like in general when I go out with pe- people, it's just like it doesn't come up, but it eventually does like get a little sneak in here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just a society we live in. Yeah. Well, and that's why I I don't like referring to people as brave for being out. I hate that yeah. concept personally. But I mm-hmm. do appreciate the fact that like when you go in public, like you wear like your your ace patches and like buttons and stuff and like mm-hmm. you open yourself up to that possibility of having those conversations even though they might mm-hmm. be hard. And like yeah. I obviously don't expect every aspect person to do that or to feel comfortable doing oh, definitely. that. I, I don't do that. <laughs> um, but I think it is really great that you're just like, look, I'm here. I'm mm-hmm. ace. If you want to ask me about it, be yes. polite. But yes, sure. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like, it's like, I always say that being an activist, it's not, it's not everyone's, it's not everyone's um, cup of tea. Mm-hmm. And like, if it's not your cup of tea, that's okay. Um, just being you, for example, is showing the world that there are different people here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, you're definitely not under any obligation to be no. super public about it or to like put in the initiative to do anything like political or like yeah. create any media or anything. Like you are just as valid and important if you just want to sit and do mm. nothing. Like that's dope. Your existence oh, in and of itself is a protest against the system. Oh, definitely. You know? <laughs> like you're already like just being born into this world, um, being who you are, it's like a big f you to the north like the normalcy quote unquote mm-hmm. um of the world and as time like it may seem that we are in dark times but i see i do see things progressing into the future mm-hmm. um especially for um especially for um ace representation and, and awareness um mm-hmm. like like I told my mom, my going one of my rules are being an ace activist is I don't take, I don't take every uh, I don't take every interview that's thrown thrown at me because I feel like there are some, there are some publications that can be very like malicious in their intent. Um, that's just another that's just another thing that um, you potentially have to worry about when you're you're when you are an ace activist. Yeah, don't ever talk to Daily Mail. <laughs> just don't. Yeah, don't. <laughs> Like that is no like, no like it's just like 
I like where I love working with fellow like um, fellow um, ace people in the uh, media and also mm -hmm. like to work with people who I know I can trust yeah. with information. Yeah. Uh, but if it's like, let's just say, for for example, if it was Fox News, I'm not going to go on Fox News. I'm not <laughs> like, I'm not I'm like, like, oh, uh, my bad if I'm not supposed to mention them on here, but. You're fine. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah, but you can fully I, shit out Fox News on this podcast. Yeah, but I would never, <laughs> I would never ever set myself like not even myself up. I mean, it's a shame that a space like that even exists. Like, it's the fact is like they're made specific specifically for people who have a like a one view like um, way, and I would never want to put myself in that position where I'm battling someone um, yeah. about. My exist, my very existence. And, it's, and it's, my existence. It's a propaganda machine that pushes their own worldview, and if you don't adhere to that, it's not mm. going to go well for you to try and engage in a in like a real discussion with them. Like it's just not going to work. Yeah. Like you have to have like you have to have some sort of like you have to be very coherent to have these type of conversations uh, with people. It's and it's just like. Like even the people who I know that are that are not quote unquote are not quote unquote on Democrat or liberal, mm -hmm. um, they are interested in um, learning about my identity. But at the same time, it's like they have to understand of why I'm going against a lot of their um, like people who they vote for. Mm -hmm. It's because they they do act. I mean, outwardly threaten the existence of our community. So that's why I that's why I'm always vocal. That's why I'm always vocal on Twitter and face and Facebook and YouTube. Yeah, definitely. So I'm gonna pivot. So <laughs> you mentioned that you obviously love working with like other people in the ACE community. Mm -hmm. So we've talked, I feel like, a lot about kind of how you've interacted with people outside of the community, but what has your experience been? I guess, within the community, like both online and any kind of like in-person organizing you've done? On the internet, it's been overwhelmingly positive, um, except the time where I had to call out a group that was um, literally okay with like fetishizing um, Black and Asian women. Oof. So, I had a, so I had <laughs> a huge problem with that. And I literally left that group. And I literally... Oh, this might sound petty, but I literally friended the um the admin of the group that I wrote this long status saying how it's wrong how it's wrong that you don't listen to black and brown voices and how um how we often get ignored and it's it's enough. And they immediately like unfriended me. And I was kinda like, okay. <laughs> then as a result, it oh, actually that is very good. Oh yes, as a result, it created a it did create a like we did create a space for black aces on uh, on on Facebook, but that was like the only fairly only negative experience online with um with a fellow ace person. How however, but it's been overwhelmingly um positive. Like ace con like ace con was positive, uh, which ace con ended on a on a yacht like a virtual yacht, which was amazing. <laughs> we were dances. Yeah, Dance it was so much. It yacht. was so much fun. Like Yasmin and David and uh, Michael, they did their thing. Mm -hmm. um, with um, with AceCon and also with like just in general like other activists like I really just love um, interacting um, with people I with y'all and uh, with y'all and AOK podcast. Yeah, it's so great to just like talk to other Acepec people and just like mm -hmm. exist in the same space. It's wonderful. Yes. I feel like there's this like circle of other like Ace activists and creators that we've kind of like gotten to know through the internet, and we it's just somehow been so infiltrated nice. it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we're somehow we're like, and us too. Hello, but it's just very nice to like kind of have that core group of people that you know. Like, if any shit went down, then yes. you could be like, sound the alarm. <laughs> like, definitely, I sound alarm. It's just like. I didn't expect, I do, it's what makes me uh, upset is that there are not a lot of black men who are openly uh, asexual in a sense, I mean, yeah. because of the, also the expect, cultural expectations and the, and the stigma that we, and the stereotyping we face. Um, but it's just nice to be able to be out about being an asexual um, black guy. Yeah, um, yeah. I, just because, 
Sorry, go, go ahead. first. Sorry. No, 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 you go first. I was just going to say that the the your intersecting identities, the fact that you are an asexual black man is something that I uh, really wanted to hit on because obviously, you know, Kayla and I are two white girls who have this podcast. So mm. it's very much from the perspective of two white girls. So I guess I just wanted to know, like, what has your experience been on the whole as a black asexual man and the, the ways that those identities have kind of come together for good or for bad? I do think that this year alone has um, the increasing the increasing interest in um, activism has brought a lot of Black ace voices out, um, mm -hmm. especially with the Black Lives Matter movement and also of how big it is in the ace community. Um, yeah. Now that um, now that that's increased, I feel like there has definitely been a a more a growing voice of Black and Brown aces. Um, mm -hmm. It's something that we, it's something that like it. It definitely also um, it also fights the stere the stereotype that asexuality is a white thing, when really it's just it's a community um, with um, with everyone in it, in it. Like no matter like anyone can be asexual of any yeah. race, religion, um, creed, etc. Yeah, I think it's kind of, when you look at the face of asexuality, I think it looks very white. Yeah. I think, like, it's just, you see more prominent ace people, I guess, that are white. Yeah. And, and then Yasmin there's more, said, I think, hold my beer. And then Yasmin said, yep. move over. And then Marshall said, now me. Yeah, now, especially, <laughs> I, I'm happy that I'm able to do this from, like, like from Pennsylvania, a, a state like Pennsylvania, where, like, where not to say that there aren't spots in the, in the state where there are not progressive but i'm from erie where the county is like a sea of like just yeah nothing not really diverse like the city's the only diverse yeah. i mean i think you would expect all of the activists to come from like new york or yes. san francisco or mm -hmm. like other countries so mm -hmm. i think it is yeah it's like super promising also just to show other ace people that like you can come from anywhere and yes. like you can still succeed and be fine even if like some of the people around you are like not very savory people. Yes. Yeah, and 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 even in those like supposedly safe queer spaces, like not not every space is gonna be full of accepting people. And you know, there's no matter where you are in the country, where you are in the world, like you'll be able to find people who support you. And there there might be people who are against you, but fuck them. But like, don't because ace. But don't. But I mean, unless you want. Unless to, you want but... to consensually, there. Y'all get it, but if they're being, but if they're being mean to you, you probably don't want to. That sounds wouldn't toxic. Recommend. You know, <laughs> wouldn't recommend. Would not recommend. Yeah, what you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, but it's definitely like I think twenty twenty was despite what was been happening, it's definitely been a year going forward for the AIDS community, especially for Black and Brown voices within the community. Uh, I just hopefully my presence here will be an inspiration for people who come along in the future. That are black and brown in the ace community to be um the the user voices because it's a lot it's very powerful mm -hmm. is there anything that you feel like you wish the community would do better to serve black and brown aspects i say just l listen to our experiences there's been many times where it's just like assumptions are people projecting their views of what we go through um, and mm. particularly in the United States. Um, but listening would definitely help and not getting like, just like not getting in the way. Like yeah. there's been many times, like just because um, simply just because for someone is just, for instance, like liberalism particularly mean that they hold all like forward thinking um, views. Like there's been many times where I've been, Gas, um, gaslit by people who I thought were that personally I thought that were per, um, progressive but they just turned out no mm -hmm. um, but I say they're progressive when it's convenient for them for them <laughs> yes exactly mm -hmm. and I say, go, I say going forward definitely just li listen to our experiences we have a lot of stories to be told and basically um, just like j just listen it's, it's that simple well, it's, Follow it's more, it's Marshall more on Twitter. 
<laughs> you follow Marsha on Twitter. Follow Gentle Giant Ace on Twitter. But I feel like along with listening, it's something that like I feel like I've been having to learn a lot like through this year and just like I grew up in a very conservative place. So just as I've grown up and kind of how how many percent into- how many percent white is your hometown? My hometown is 99% white. The other day I was in Target and I saw a black person and I was genuinely shocked because (laughs) you never see anyone of color in my hometown. I was literally shocked to see a black. I went home and I told my boyfriend that I was like, there was a black person at Target. And I don't mean that in a racist way. I mean that in a way that I am shocked that in this town, a black person was in Target. (sighs) Anyway, but I anyway, back to my point, I feel like not getting defensive or trying not to get defensive is very important. Yes. I think like in the ace and queer space, we feel like we're super progressive and like, oh, no, I couldn't possibly be racist. Like I'm queer. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm not racist where it's like, no, we all have some implicit like every non-person of color has some implicit racism. And if like if someone tells you that something you're doing is not great, no matter how great you think you are, like maybe maybe listen to what they're saying right and like just because you're a part of a marginalized community as a member of the aspect community doesn't mean that you can't um harm other people who are members of other marginalized communities or maybe a member of yours and another you know if you're talking about like a a fellow like a black ace friend like you can definitely still harm them like just mm-hmm. because just yeah. because you have been marginalized in a certain way doesn't mean you can't bring harm unto others. So watch yourself. Definitely. <laughs> watch your mouth. Watch your like, mouth. Don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to mention like my YouTube channel or something? Please. Hey, Marshall, tell us about your YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I started my like this may sound odd, but I sound I actually start my youtube channel as a hometown um, channel where i literally just go around and set my camera on a video and i literally show scenes of my hometown so relaxing that sounds Um, so nice (laughs) it is then actually one day i I was sitting at a local starbucks and i was kind of like how come i can't like if someone else can uh, be in front of a camera and tell about their experiences why not me so i literally start with my phone of my ace my ace videos then I progress on into my Canon um, camera. So that was definitely something that, um, like, it's definitely a project that was not, it's not easy to work on because I'm not really a big fan of being in front of a camera. Like, it's like, I'm a photographer as well. So I take mm-hmm. pictures, but at the same time, it would take me like at least between two to 10 takes to do a video on yeah. average. Mood. yeah excellent everyone hit hit him up on all everywhere (laughs) yeah you can find you can find me on um, youtube at marshall john blunt like my just my uh, real name and you can find me at gentle giant ace on twitter and marshall john blunt on on facebook excellent hit him up one final question we'll add links Oh, yeah, we, I was just gonna, we'll add links to all of those things in the description <laughs> of this episode. So you can go click, 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 and it's all right there. Yeah. One final question for you. Mm-hmm. Will you be our new best friend? <laughs> definitely. This is a crucial question. <laughs> yes. Definitely. Yes, definitely <laughs> Got be, another one. <laughs> I mean, it's de- it, it'll, be, it'll definitely be rude to say, oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah, imagine if you were just like, <laughs> I mean, no, it would make fuck it- you. It like, would make no. it interesting, I guess. Like, it would be for an interesting end to the episode. Like, it would be like an episode of like Mari, Mari Povich. Where, <laughs> yeah. like, like, hell no, I won't, I won't be different. Marshall's like, hell no, leave Zoom call. Goodbye. <laughs> He'd be like, this has been a great interview. I'm out. <laughs> yes, but as a Pennsylvanian, it's a, it's a Pennsylvanian. Um, we, tend, we are very talkative. We're very friendly. And to contrary to belief, so some, people, some people believe that we are kind of like backwoods but at the same time a lot oh, of there's a lot that midwest yeah it's that midwest charm that midwest, a lot of this, i was gonna say the midwest thing where like you you're like oh i'm gonna leave and then you don't actually leave for like an you hour because you're just talking about something <laughs> that's how it is oh, right man. we can spend an hour talking yeah. about the weather that's how people in pa specifically in erie are like we could spend a half hour to an hour on weather the weather's <laughs> constantly changing there are no rules 
<laughs> no. It's, it's like, it's like just, there really is so much to talk about. Now I live yeah. in LA and it's like the weather never fucking changes. I'm so bored. <laughs> what do you do for small talk? I don't know. I haven't <laughs> been outside since March. That's that's very fair. Same. That's I guess definitely you haven't movie. really had any small talks recently. Also, they just don't small talk as much when it's not necessary because they're like, ask I'm busy. That's my agent. That's my agent. <laughs> <laughs> like, I will like, please direct all queries to my agent. <laughs> <laughs> that's a stereotype. I, I mean, that's the stereotype. I, it's not. It's not good to stereotype people, but that's the stereotype I have of like people from California. It's kind of like, like ask my agent, call my agent. I'm kind of yeah. like. You have an agent? <laughs> I, I mean, and so I... Where can I get one? <laughs> I work for a manager. So, like, I take <laughs> no offense to any of that. As a person who's from Michigan, who now lives in L.A., um, and works currently in the representation business, I think that's very funny. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> like, I don't take offense. Like, I will rip Californians to shreds because, look, they... <sighs> They rip Midwesterners to shreds and they have yes. no respect for us. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have no respect for you right back. You exactly. you already have an eighth of the population. Get over it. This episode is really taking a turn. <laughs> like pizza, like pizza, like you can't, I bet you can't find a good pizza in like Los Angeles compared to like. That's probably so true. Like anywhere east of the, um, anywhere east of the uh, west, I mean like anywhere east of the Mississippi River. Like we, like you, could, it's easy to find pizza like in this area. A good yeah. one, but I can't. I can't imagine going like to Los Angeles or San, San Francisco and Sacramento and being like, "Oh, they must be. They must be. They must have good pizza." Yeah, but, I uh, I miss Detroit style pizza so much. I don't. That is gonna be fuck you. That is gonna be the first <laughs> thing. Sarah, I eat. can I tell you <laughs> what we we did get Detroit style pizza tonight? We did, and I, I can't even it. have it. Ship it I can to send, me. You want me? I'll 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 ship it to you. Like, I expect you know, a delivery in three to five business days. Like, do y'all have? Um, I know, like in Erie, we have something similar called. Um, we call it, we have Greek dogs, which is like a Greek chili on top of a hot dog. Yeah, it's um, not, we've come. Yeah. Sounds like dogs. a coney dog. Yeah. yeah. Erie, like we're known, like we're known for our Smith hot. Like we we have a brand called Smith Hot Dogs, mm-hmm. and people literally get them mailed across the country. Oh my um, god. Because a lot of people, That's so funny. like a lot of people, live across like the country. Like Erie, unfortunately, I mean, Erie's been declining in population for the past forty years. However, the love of the city kind of hasn't. So people were like, order food, local foods. That's the thing yeah. in a minute. That's, That's how I feel. That's how you go first. That's how I feel about like local Michigan stuff. Yes. Like we have like Fago and Verners that are like Michigan Midwest pops, yes. and it's like when I move. Pops. I will be ordering that. Yeah, we say pop. Pop. Yeah, pop. I, yes, it's pop. I refuse to use that word um, here in California. Yes, word. I will. I will do anything <laughs> to avoid. Like, I'll be like a soft drink. This it's okay. a, a beverage, a Coke. This carbonated <laughs> beverage. <laughs> I literally just won't say it. I'm like too bad, guys. It's a, not. It's a naughty word. Like no. soda is a not. My dad called it soda the other day, and I was like, "Where were you born?" Like, it's where? like you weren't even born here. Like, how dare you? Like, how dare you say? say that I literally word was house. so pissed at him. <laughs> I was so mad. It ruins my day when my someone household. says soda. I I have a friend who's from Michigan who says that, and I'm like, "What's? That's not correct." <laughs> it's just like you're obviously not you're having Michigan pride your people if you in say the that back. Word. But PA people, because our state is so big in Pennsylvania, half the state is geared towards the Midwest and half the state is geared towards the East Coast. Yeah. Like, I grew up saying the pop, drama. like, sub, pop, sub. Uh, we spell diner with an O. Uh, what? Yeah, that's the thing that we I do. don't know that one. That's the thing we do in Erie, like, the Erie area, um, area of the state. Um, I've never heard of that. Like, it's, it's interesting. Like <laughs> The more you know. Like Erie even looks different from like other cities in Pennsylvania, where the other cities look like they've been around for like since the 1700s. Mm-hmm. Where Erie is mostly mainly like you do have like the houses from the 1700s here, mm-hmm. but it's mainly like post 1950s developments mm-hmm. stuff. But like whenever I leave Erie, I cannot figure out my way around certain parts of places. Like if I lose any contact with the lake. That's how connected I am to part. Like I just lose all sense of direction. Like where, where the hell's the lake? Yeah, it's it's like in when you're in Chicago, it's the same thing. It's like 
where's the lake? How do I know where to go without the lake? The is lake? There. <laughs> like how dare how dare you how dare you Omaha for not having a great lake? I know. <laughs> like what? Like, um, how dare you? <laughs> yeah. Um, the thing with being in Michigan is that the lakes are in every direction. Yes. Except That's south. So true. It's not very helpful. <laughs> Except south. Well, <clears throat> to the south is Ohio. If, if you're bit. if you're in Detroit, Canada's south. But yeah. Yes, Kayla. That is how it works. I guess Kayla's losing her mind. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> this I'm has very bad at This has been the Midwest segment of this Definitely. podcast. I love it. <laughs> um. Excellent. All right. <clears throat> um. Kayla, what's our pod for this? What's our pod for this week? What's our uh, poll for this week? What's our poll for this week? Is gentle giant no. ace? No, you can't do polls like that every time ever? we have a guest. Yes or yes? We can't do a poll like that every time. Why we have a not? <laughs> because uh, maybe. What are some ways that you have gotten involved in ace activism, no matter how big? Or small. Yeah. Maybe you can find some inspiration in the replies. I don't know why I pronounced it like that. I regretted it immediately. Ace and arrow activism. Sorry, I meant ace and arrow. Okay, cool. Um, we're So for beef and juice, I personally am not going to do any beef because we are recording on Wednesday, November 4th. And if I went into beef, um, it would snowball. Who knows what would happen? <laughs> And no one needs any negativity. So I'm doing time. good vibes only. Yeah, uh, definitely. I I will start us off. I wrote some things. Where'd they go? I I I just have a note on my computer that just says "juice only, baby." <laughs> so <laughs> that's where we're at. Okay, I have several juices. We're gonna quick fire. Uh, playing Among Us with Kayla and Stepdean and their friends who I've never met, and losing every time. Um. The yes. episode of Dear Hank and John I listened to this morning. Uh, receiving meaningful texts from friends. My sister is getting a puppy on Saturday. Her name is Rosie and I would die for her. Jamal Bowman's dancing. Also, like, listen, guys, the world's going to keep going. It's mm -hmm. good or bad. It's happening. We know that for sure. So, like, just let just let that percolate in the brain. That's my juice. <laughs> Kayla, what's your juice? Um, my juice is that, so I'm leaving this Saturday. Today's Wednesday. I'm leaving Saturday. And for the past week, I think my cat has known we are leaving because she's been just trying out like all of the different seats that she hasn't really sat in while she's been here since March. Um, so she's just been like trying out a lot of different chairs, a lot of different sitting areas in the house. And she's just, you just, you see a, lar a tiny cat in a large armchair and you're like, ugh. Re How cute. Relatable. I too like to sit. <laughs> Sitting's awesome. I also like to sit. But she, like, my dog has like 5,000 dog beds in the house and she recently like stole one of the smaller ones and she just corals up in it and like puts her little head on the side. It's so cute. Oh, <laughs> That's my juice. Wonderful. All right, Marshall, what is your juice? Uh, I just wanted um, to say to everyone that, um, that the world does go on, and as long as we sit together, we're going to be okay. Indeed. Well spoken. And have a pop. And have some pop, have guys. A pop. It's okay. Just yeah, have some pop. pop. Like, <laughs> don't have, have soda, don't, ha or don't have soda, have pop. And cake, of course. Mm -hmm. I will accept soda pop. I will not <laughs> accept it without the pop. <laughs> exactly. Pop has to be in there. Yeah. It's the only way pop. Pop twenty pop twenty twenty. Pop twenty twenty twenty. Corn pop twenty twenty. That was that was a thing. Um anyway. Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh we also have a Patreon. I'll add those later because it takes too long to go through them. It's Sarah from the near future. You know, I don't like have to announce every time that I'm doing this at a different time when I do, but honestly, I know the audio is gonna sound different. I might as well just acknowledge it. It's me from the near future here to bring you our patrons. Uh, we have two new $2 patrons, Lindsay and Oliver Faust. Thank you to both of you for your donations. We appreciate you. Our $5 patrons are, please hold as I hydrate. 
Jennifer Smart, Aretha Vinokota, Austin Lay, Perry Fierro, D, Quinn Pollock, Emily Collins, Book Marvel, Changing a Max, Derek and Carissa, Simona Simon, Jamie Jack, Jessica Shea, Rhea Faustino, Daniel Walker, Livy, Madeline Askew, Lily, James, Corinne, Alice is in Space, Sky Simpson, Brooke Siegel, Ashley W, Savannah Cozart, Harry Hassan, Dugan, Soup, Amanda Kiker, Vishak, Jacob Weber, Rory, Amberly, Istar, Rachel, Kate Costello, John, Ariel Laxo, Ellie, Tessa, and Matthias T. Thanks for joining the party, bud. We appreciate you. Our $10 patrons are Arknus, who would like to promote the Trevor Project, Benjamin Ibarra, who would like to promote tabletop games, Anonymous, who would like to promote Spooky Halloween, still, Sarah McCoy, who would like to promote podcasts from a planet weird, My Aunt Jeannie, who would like to promote Christopher's Haven, Cassandra, who would like to promote their modeling Instagram at Little Red, Doug Rice, who would like to promote Native by Caitlin Curtis, Maggie Capelva, who would like to, uh, d- what's the word? I forgot, English. Promote her dogs, <laughs> Jesus, her dogs, Leia, Minnie, and Max. H. Valdez, Purple Chickadee, who would like to promote ishlibafogel.wordpress.com, Barefoot Backpacker, who this week would like to promote being able to say I love you in platonic relationships and not be misinterpreted by subtext. I heartily agree. Ashlyn Bodecker, who is at Shlinbo Everywhere, The Steve, who would like to promote Ecosia, R.E.K., who would like to promote the horror movie reviewer Nick's Fears, fun, and Maddie, who would like to promote the Union series by T.H. Hernandez. Our $15 patrons are Nathaniel White, NathanielJWaitDesigns.com, my mom Julie, who would like to promote Free Mom Hugs, Sarah Jones, who is at Eternal Lolly Everywhere, Dia Chappelle, who would like to promote the Underrealm series by Garrett Robinson, Andy A, who would like to promote Being in Unions in the IWW, Martin Giselle, who would like to promote Mental Health, Miranda Denton, who would like to promote Casa Q, and Dragonfly, who would like to promote Hydrating. Don't forget to drink some water, guys. Just drink a little bit of water. All right, back to past Sarah. I know you did just kind of promote the idea of hope but do you have anything that you would like to promote before we go because some of our patrons get to promote things so we like to just offer that to to our guests as well oh awesome um um feel free to check out my youtube channel um at marshall john blunt b-l-o-u-n-t um where i talk about a lot of random things and ace topics and also check out the aces and arrows aces and arrows.com which is a website that we are proud uh, proud of at um, asexual outreach. Yeah, boy. Hell yeah. Excellent. And I will link those all. We sure will. Um, thank you for listening, and thank you again to Marshall for joining us. We've been meaning to have you on forever, and it finally happened. <laughs> thank <laughs> you for having it. me on. <laughs> um, tune in not next Sunday, but the following Sunday for more rest in your ears. Get some rest. <laughs> <laughs> and until then, take good care of your cows. Yeah, guys, please <laughs> let us rest. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>